There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How's it going? Um, yeah, it's all right. I feel a bit sweaty. I did a post office run just now. I've just come back. But I do have wine with me. I do have a glass of wine, which I haven't done in a while on a recording, to be honest. My Watch sister out, seems, guys. Yeah, my sister seems to think that we just record in our like pyjamas early in the morning for some reason. It's like, that was one time. That was but, one time. <laughs> one time. What about you? Um, yeah, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I've got I've got a cup of tea because my my home is freezing, um, which mm. is lovely. Um, but yeah, that. and I'm also I've mentioned it to you, but just for listeners, um, I'm putting myself through the misery of dry January. Um, oh yeah, and it's not like, worth it. It's not. No, I know. And to be honest, I'm not that like strict on it. Last year I did Veganuary and Dry January and I really enjoyed sort of the challenge of it. And I kind mm-hmm. of liked the stubbornness of I will achieve this. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I've gone into it this year thinking, you know what? If I have a mental breakdown and I That's need some is. alcohol, I will have some alcohol. And have yeah, so yeah. I'm not like, I'm not um, holding myself to it. It's just more a bit of a easy health kick after an indulgent Christmas time yeah I get that I think I don't well first off I don't really like to challenge myself food wise like I don't really deprive myself when it comes to food um but p- partly because we eat vegan in this house anyway mm-hmm. so it's like I'm not I'm not stripping all the things that I like yeah <laughs> out of my life and also I think because I don't eat meat anymore Christmas I don't get as um like uncomfortably full Mm. so I never really feel like I come out of Christmas with that bloat yeah but yeah I get what you mean like yeah it's a lot but I'm definitely not doing a dry January I tell you that (laughs) (laughs) I mean the fact that I've survived this week in the news dry is beyond me so (laughs) Mm. yeah but yeah um so what is your fashion story this week so my fashion story um this might not apply to the uk but vogue has this article where it's talking about the cropped ug and there's like Mm. pictures of celebrities with the cropped ug like out and about wearing oh it's back and i'm thinking is it back exactly so that I i it was whilst we were at school like it was a real, it was a real phase. It's had a ten-year revival, almost. You know, it's like. But I, I guess that's fashion. Like there are these revivals, and maybe it's, it's part of this loungewear life we're living in. Like we're wearing trackies, mm-hmm. so why aren't we wearing UGG boots? Um, personally, yeah. I'm someone that I do have a pair of UGG boots. There is slippers. They mm-hmm. are not for me to wear outdoors um no judgment if you wear them outdoors but I kind of feel like the ug look was not was not our friend I think what was wrong with the ug look is ug boots proper ug boots and especially the imitation primark ones used to have the worst sole (laughs) oh it was the way those girls used to walk with their like ankles yeah it was like falling over like someone with knocked knees like walking on the inside of their soul and how it used to be a, like a straight 
like 45 degree angle yeah by the time these uggs had worn worn through i think that was the problem though and they used to get really wet people used to wear them when it was like raining and stuff no they used to look really gross but i know uggs they came out with they kind of have those ones where they have a thicker rubberized sole yeah proper outdoor shoes because i think like it's it was a slipper brand it's an australian slipper brand that Mm -hmm. i'm aware of and then like people wear them outdoors but i'm pretty sure like i remember when it kicked off here australians Mm. never really wore them outside and found that like a bit of a bizarre thing that we suddenly like yeah like this is an indoor outdoor (laughs) shoe (laughs) you're doing it wrong guys um but australia is a lot warmer so i can completely understand why you wouldn't need that but in england it's like yeah shearling makes sense Warm. yeah um but th- there might be a revival i'm not mad at ugg boots though mm-hmm. i do like them but i think they have to be like the, the better quality yeah ones. well it, it they need to be yeah they need to be good quality mm. um yeah yeah interesting your, well we'll have to see what's your fashion story well i know you mentioned gucci last week but they're getting another mention um i don't know if you've seen the I don't want Harry Styles fans getting angry. Um, <laughs> our demographic in that um, treat people with ki- the treat people with kindness video with him and Phoebe Waller Bridge. I haven't seen this. Watch it for a the fact that there's some some dancing, and for these Gucci outfits, I will viewers Phoebe for Waller Bridge. Is she's the flea bag? Flea bag. So they wear these outfits that head to Gucci it's like an embellished sequin blazer that Harry is wearing and then like a little like um argyle sweater vest you know what I do like the look don't get me wrong I I like it but those are definitely not the two people I want to see dancing it's so it's old school <laughs> like the era of that look is it's not is it it's like, like northern soul like it's just it's almost like um i imagine if you were in the sort of 50s 60s not quite into oh. like showgirl 60s where like you someone's performing at a bar or in like oh. a sort of lounge and it's just a few shimmies it's, it's sort a bit of, of a it's shimmy. really okay. tasteful he's not like getting crunk or he's not like working <laughs> or anything <laughs> it's like it's it's like older sort of stylistic and yeah but it's... phoebe waller bridge isn't her brand about being this awkward kind yeah, of I, I don't know why she was sort of cast in it but i also kind of think if harry styles casts you for a music video do you say no? Oh, hold on. It's a music video. It's his yeah, music yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought this was a Gucci promo. No, <laughs> no, but like, you know what he's like. He wears head to toe Gucci. So these like, mm, he's kind of is okay. like, a advert right now for Gucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Gucci not only have like Billie Eilish, who basically exclusively seems to wear Gucci on like the mm-hmm. red carpet and stuff. But then they've also got like a Harry Styles who's doing his thing. And then an oh. Elton, Elton John. But yeah, so he wears Gucci in this in this music video with with Phoebe, and it's like this oh. thing. You have to check it out. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. I just feel like it's gonna be mad awkward. It's not terrible. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. He's not like well, more Phoebe. He's kind yeah. of got a bit more rhythm than her. She's not gonna be winning Strictly Come Dancing anytime soon. But okay. um, and there's also um, <laughs> you know when dancers do like a cartwheel whilst the other one's sort of holding them. Do you know what I mean? Like, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Well and there's this sort of a thing. She does that, and I must admit, they probably shouldn't have put that in their video. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a, re- it's a really enjoyable video. It's quite cool, like, the, the concept. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I don't think she was good enough at, um, at doing her cartwheel. Hmm. But yeah, okay, cool. But I did like the looks, though. They're, they're really cool, and you know what? It's like it's a very now look. Everyone's loving, loving layering like a sweater vest with stuff. It's mm. everywhere. Don't think mm. it's personally something I can pull off. Um, he says about everything. So I know, right. I know. I, I mean, we. Ha- I don't know when the episode will come out, but I, I was saying to one of our guests that we recorded with this week. Um, I just have, I just, I back myself into a corner. 
and I need to stop mm. doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is the time to just buy stuff, try it on, try out some looks in the comfort and the privacy of your own home and then, you know, emerge. Mm. I've, definitely, I've definitely been like more like I, to be honest, when I was at school, if I look back at like stuff I used to wear, I'd be like, what was I thinking? But um, but I also think that's a good thing. I don't think, I think people should evolve. Um, but I've definitely been a bit more experimental because the people I cling to on Instagram Mm -hmm. are people who layer loads of print, who layer Mm -hmm. loads of colors. And that's not really how I naturally dress, but it's something that like, I really enjoy when people do that. So I'm trying to like Mm -hmm. channel these legends. I get you. I get you. We'll definitely post a picture, some stills of of the video on Instagram. Yeah. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you, go follow us on Instagram, starloversubstancepod, shoot us an email, starloversubstancepeak at gmail.com, find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter, we've got all the links on our Instagram, you know what to do. Cool. So this week, do you want to introduce our topic? Oh, having trouble there. (laughs) Yeah. So this week we are basically discussing YouTube and social media, but like mainly sort of the YouTube and the impact it has on us buying things or succumbing to the adverts and the pressures of... Mm -hmm. I guess sponsored videos or seeing the people that you grew up with watching who are suddenly being paid for lots of things um and and how that works with I guess a normal person watching a video and mm-hmm, wanting mm-hmm. that stuff and kind of I don't know if that, that impacts in- us and mm-hmm. how we think that actually impacts fashion and fast fashion or even yeah. if they don't stand for fast fashion it's more luxurious how that's impacted the way we see people and the fashion world right now yeah I think definitely over the past let's say decade mm. with the growth of YouTube and the number of YouTubers especially in the fashion space we've seen haul culture um haul videos and not just hauls but unboxings and I think there's a a kind of like a difference between them a subtle difference between them and like how that those have influenced our personal buying habits but also like buying habits that we've seen from other people so Mm. yeah it's really at a time where kind of my overall opinion is that we are moving away from halls. Mm. I think it's an interesting discussion to have about how prevalent they've been over the past five, 10 years. Yeah. I saw a meme though the other day that was basically saying, I've just realized why YouTubers do haul videos and it's so they can tax deduct the clothes that they've bought for that video because theoretically oh yeah and like I don't know if that's what they do but like they also kind of could if it is to do with their work I mean um, it, it's true yeah it is, an, it is an expense but the thing okay so that brilliantly kind of like leads me to one of my first thoughts is that at the beginning, when we didn't really know what YouTube would evolve well, into. Ten, like, we're both quite heavy YouTube watchers. Mm-hmm. And, like, 10 years ago, it wasn't a career. No. So when pe- the way that halls started wasn't for tax reasons. <laughs> it was No. It was simply a girl or a guy going to the shops mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. saying, this is what I've chosen to spend my money on. And I think also back then for a lot of different like genres of YouTube, but haul videos was about guys, I've bought all this stuff from example ASOS, which mm-hmm. is not as big 
as it was as it is now it wasn't mm-hmm. as big then and it's like guys this is what you can expect if you shop from this retailer yeah. and this is what you can expect in terms of quality delivery um selection so you could watch these hauls and be like oh i've never bought from never fully dressed yeah it wasn't around it wasn't really around back then but like example of like an instagram brand for example or like fashion nova remember mm. like when fashion nova came you could actually buy stuff from fashion nova from england <laughs> so people would watch these hauls to be like okay how much how much tax am i gonna have to pay mm. delivery tax what's the website like what's the sizing like what's the fit like yeah what's the quality like and it was purely about the review of the experience Mm -hmm. um yeah what I was gonna say is that back then when people were doing hauls to give you that kind of insider knowledge of what it's like to shop with them people then latched on to the fact like oh these are really popular videos so I'll do those as well and there's so many people who used to spend thousands Mm. of money and get into debt chasing that that supposed image of what a YouTube a fashion YouTuber was. So they would spend mm-hmm. thousands of pounds on Topshop, don't know why you do that, so that they could have a good amount of clothes to review and do a haul video on. Yeah. And actually like that's it's such a sad thing because really the origin like or the origin of it was it's it was just meant to be someone spending like their paycheck from their regular job and oh I'm actually really disappointed in this material from ASOS so like because especially like you said with the brand a brand like ASOS it's all online and Mm. we've I'm sure we've all had it where you order something and you've got really high hopes and it comes and either the material is trash or or like the fit is not meant for a human's body Mm. or someone who's not a it's model like, like those memes <laughs> it's like what you ordered versus what yeah. you got off like wish I don't get <laughs> me wrong like, I'm not shading ASOS that doesn't really happen with their fit but it's more fabric for ASOS like some some of their like own line that, is yeah. is super cheap fabric but mm. that's also what you get if you're paying like under 10 pounds for something um but like that was the origin it was never meant to be some like popularity or like showing off culture that it then a hundred percent developed into yeah and especially like someone who's been watching youtube for such a long time it frustratingly also developed into obviously collaborations with with brands yeah and so then it transformed into this thing of hang on they haven't spent their money on this they've Mm -hmm. been gifted all of this Mm -hmm. and so then they're sort of showing you all these hauls quite frequently and that's I guess as well where people who were aspiring to be YouTubers as like the YouTube career thing became a thing would have got themselves Mm -hmm. into debt to compete with these gifted sort of branded videos and this was also kind of before you had to be really transparent with branding and Mm -hmm. so a regular person like you or me would just be like sorry how how have they just bought all of this and Mm -hmm. and it would be a much more positive review because Mm -hmm. they've been gifted and it kind of it's kind of created this momentum of like a form of comparison especially if you watch somebody before they became a star or um an influencer Mm mm-hmm yeah and I think also it sounds really minor but for a lot of people watching these haul videos you watch it and the and the title of the video might be like spent a thousand pounds on ASOS I know we're giving ASOS all the flack but those were the biggest Mm. videos at the time they were the most common ones yeah like this is what you can get for a thousand pounds on ASOS yeah yeah. so you'd see that big amount of money be like whoa and then you'd forget like (laughs) (laughs) whoa um <laughs> uh, and then you you forget that all the stuff that they didn't like or didn't fit them in the video, they would return. Yeah. Like so I bet half of that has gone straight back. Most of that stuff would go back. And it's either two ways. Like you would either think, wow, this person has so much money that they can afford this. Mm. Why can't I afford it? Or it would be like people genuinely running themselves into debt to keep up with the Joneses, the YouTube Joneses. Mm. Um, 
And so, yeah, it was like massive. I don't know, like if some of our listeners are too like, I don't mean to be condescending, but like too young to remember the beginnings of haul videos and stuff. Mm. I saw on Wikipedia that by 2010, there were like 250,000 hauls up whole videos uploaded to youtube because yeah they were so popular and i remember as well like back in the early sort of stages some of the people that i followed were a lot of like the pioneers or would now be considered some of the pioneers of doing the first like brand collaborations and kind of being at the forefront of figuring out how you suddenly become this person making money and it's only i guess maybe in the last two or three years but Mm. that people actually respect and appreciate that that is now someone's profession but it's actually been people's Mm. profession for probably the best part of like eight years yeah yeah we just didn't know how much money they were making off of it yeah and so for like the wishy-washy sort of five years it was just not super obvious that people were making money off of it and it was kind of seen as this really like condescending oh you just like post videos of things you bought like if these people would go on like a talk show in America and people didn't really understand that these people had millions of followers it would be this condescending sort of Mm. these girls just love shopping or something like that yeah and it was they didn't realize I think that it was actually like this real phenomenon taking Mm. over the internet and yeah. I must say, I love a haul video. I used to love watching sort of what someone would buy from Boots or mm-hmm. if they were trying out something that you were considering buying and yeah. they might tell you about it. And I, I can say personally, I wouldn't say haul videos have ever really swayed me to buy things. Um, f- like for myself, like clothing and stuff like that is, is a bit more personal and mm. all of that stuff. And I think the only time that YouTube used to convince me to buy stuff would be a makeup tutorial if I wanted to recreate the look. look. Mm. Yeah, that was a question I was going to have for you, mm. actually, because do you think it does influence your your buying your I don't know influence you in shopping because I think for me personally I don't watch a video and think I must have it I must yeah. buy this stuff I like you know me I watch loads of beauty videos makeup and beauty tutorials and I've n- I never buy any mm. of the stuff it doesn't it doesn't interest me and like a few episodes back I think I mentioned that I really got into watching Emma's bag mm. collection videos, but I, I'm not going to buy an Emma's bag anytime soon. But I do think what whole video culture and trends have done is exposed us to the idea of owning that much stuff is okay and mm. buying that much stuff at once is okay. And also Absolutely. like buying multiple items in multiple sizes is okay for then you to just send it all back. Mm. It might not be like you're going out now to buy the same top as her because it looked great on her. But I think there's like the subconscious like attitude to spending and consumption that we've definitely adopted. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think we'd be really naive to think it hasn't impacted our psyche or our, our shopping behaviors in some way definitely in the ways that you said like it would be kind of like ridiculous to go into a shop and buy one thing like Mm. you know what I mean (laughs) these Mm. people come back with a bag with like five to ten things in minimum Mm. and like and don't get me wrong they're not like shopping it like Reese and stuff like that when they're doing it it mm, it definitely mm. did start off with very high street prices it would yeah. be like Primark it would be ASOS it mm-hmm. wouldn't even necessarily be like Topshop and Zara and that is out there now but that's much more with the gifted thing and doing some work with that shop or like they're doing it mm. in the hope of getting work with that shop yeah mm-hmm. but like it definitely has like created this thing like I don't think I would ever buy one thing off of a shop now. Really? I just think I'd probably wait for a few things more for like, I mean, ASOS, like there's the delivery thing anyway. Yeah. So maybe I would there, but like, I don't know. I'm much more of a, it's probably created that habit of 
I'll buy numerous things at once and it's, mm-hmm. that's definitely probably from something like that because like you said it's given us permission to own an obscene <laughs> amount of clothes and like definitely. my clothes definitely don't be- fit in my room my room's relatively small but like my clothes definitely don't properly fit in my room yeah. I have mm-hmm. some still like back at my at parents, your parents house. house yeah I have like some in the drawers under my bed like for different seasonal things I have to switch out because it doesn't mm-hmm. all fit and stuff and like that's definitely a problem mm-hmm. and I think the one of the worst things it's also created is the frequency in which we think we have to shop mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like I think it's created this culture of I want that so I'm gonna buy it rather than I need mm. a new jumper mm-hmm. mine like are all a bit like raggy right now so I need a new jumper it more has created I like the look of that I have absolutely no need for it I've mm-hmm. got loads of jumpers but I'm still gonna buy that because I like it yeah and I think that's like one of the worst things it's probably done for me is it it creates that sort of want for newness that yeah I don't think I mean yeah. there's a whole there's a whole reason behind newness as well it's like it's to make ourselves feel better there's all of that stuff yeah, blah 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 all like stuff. all yeah like short-term happiness for like five minutes like what you've said has like what you've said has kind of brought two other big ideas into my mind one of them is that you were saying whole videos started with very affordable mm. high street stuff on the flip side of that you have when it comes to luxury it's like look at my luxury collection yeah it's not called a haul but it's definitely look at how many chanel bags i have you know yeah and then you and when you the, um, add it up i don't know if you've oh ever been in the comment section God. of a video like that where <laughs> someone like adds watched, up someone's collection i watched and like, one last night this that's disgusting i watched one last night and actually it was a really cool video but she did put on the screen how much she paid for each of them she bought her stuff um like pre-loved but still in my mind i was like and then also you have unboxing videos which although it doesn't say haul in the title um it it's still a display of wealth and mm-hmm. these unboxing videos are rarely look at this one Dior bag that I bought it that I become, saved up for for six yeah. months it's I've like, been setting aside money yeah. look like, at all these orange yeah. Hermes boxes that have turned up and all these Chanel and it's like there's always like a couple items in the video to like flesh out the video mm. a bit but it's like easily the the price is it's it's a haul without saying it's a haul you know Mm -hmm. but it is and then my second kind of thought from what you were saying is that before on youtube it was about reviewing a product yeah now it's a hundred percent about pushing a product and and showing off yeah showing off how well you're doing exactly it's like is it worth buying this item as opposed to this thing helped me create the look that I have achieved today. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? There's like a really subtle difference to it. Like before makeup was, I'm using just the idea of makeup because it's, it makes sense. Um, but it's like this blue eyeshadow that happens to be from, I don't know, any brand is the one that I happen to use yeah. to paint butterflies on my face. You know, like this crazy look or something. But now it's like, oh so-and-so has come up with a new blue eyeshadow is it worth buying yeah (laughs) it's like no it's not really what do you think about unboxing videos I've never really like I get the I get the idea of like for the people that it's not attainable for you're getting to see what you get if you bought a Chanel or a Dior but past that I kind of also don't understand. There's something really arrogant about, like, oh, there's something arrogant about all of this. And don't get me wrong, I love all these videos. I'm not yeah. watching them. Yeah, yeah. But there's something really arrogant about unwrapping something on camera that's like a bit <laughs> weird for me. Of like, oh, like, like I'm gonna keep this. This is really nice packaging. And like, oh, look at this dust bag. And like, blah 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 blah. blah. Um, but it's a very clever sort of way of basically like 
I don't know, really subtly, like not kind of putting the word hall or um, it's flex culture. It, and like, and to be honest, an unboxing, you don't get a Zara. I mean, some people try. A Zara some, people, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. some people really try. But like, realistically, the whole point of an unboxing is to like, you've ordered something, either off like a net-a-porter or you've ordered something off Chanel. Mm-hmm. And, or like, you've bought it in store and you're showing how they wrap it, how they present it, how mm, like, yeah. that's what you're meant to be sort of selling. It's like is. wrappage porn. It's like, oh, yeah. look at that. And then they get to the bloody product. But um, I think I I definitely prefer collection videos over unboxings because I I know that comes nicely wrapped. Like Mm. I know I've I've worked like Mm, (laughs) I've mm, mm -hmm. been part of that sort of process a little bit. But I prefer collection videos. But I think like the crazy thing is anyone that I've watched, if they they've never got one designer handbag like they always have like Mm. and that and it's because I think I genuinely don't think and we mentioned this the other day when we were like discussing this video we have literally zero concept of how well these people do yeah and they do really well like um like a few people that I've followed over the years, uh, a girl called Fleur de Force. She's definitely from like quite a wealthy mm. origin as it is. I think her parents have great jobs. Her husband, I think, is in a family business that does really well. Mm. And so she sort of always has sort of had that sort of financial maybe backing. But mm. she's just definitely got like a handful of Chanel bags. She's got like a few Mulberry. She's like, and she mostly buys pre-loved and blah, 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 blah. But she's got a significant number of bags. Um, we were discussing the other day, like in the fro, she has got like the most insane collection of mm. all things designer. Mm-hmm. And like, don't get me wrong, she works really hard. She's always producing content. So she's probably earning a huge amount of money. Mm. But I, I think we actually have zero concept of how well they do to realize mm, yeah. there's actually no way we can compare ourselves like our salaries are not even in like the same ballpark you're not on my level boo yeah and I think it's that (laughs) thing of like especially if you like quite a lot of them like I probably watched them when they maybe were more on my level and so it's now they've outpaced you and it's that that hard like realization of like we're actually like you're not relatable to me whatsoever anymore mm-hmm. but then there's something about watching something that you hope could be your situation one day and mm. um, we're all suckers for some aspirational yeah one day I'm gonna own like that Hermes or that Chanel like or something like that if you're interested in fashion you're probably interested in having a nice designer item one day yeah that's just kind of like the thing if whether it's shoes whether it's like an item of clothing whether it's a bag I think everyone's sort of wouldn't say no to that if they had the finances yes definitely I think the not knowing what these people are making is so important I don't think they should be I don't know if they should publish that I don't know if that's any of our business it's not our business though I think like we're gonna make theoretically you or I could start a channel tomorrow Mm -hmm. and you could be on like an outrageous salary because that's your job as it is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that is nobody's business how you spend your money or how like all of that stuff's like I don't care and also a lot of it's gifted or it's brand work mm-hmm. like they get lent stuff yeah yeah they, yeah, yeah. they don't keep get it. lent press samples and it's like mm-hmm. I think it's helpful that we know a bit of the behind the scenes so that it can't damage us a bit like too much. much yeah I think definitely that... points where I'm like shit these people have got some really nice stuff I think you're right in that I, I don't think that they owe us anything Mm. in terms of how they spend their money or how much money they're making because at the end of the day they're making money because we're watching them yeah they're entertained (laughs) like we're part of entertainers (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. and the best thing that we can do is like educate ourselves Mm -hmm. on and have the knowledge to know that some of it is lent to them and they send it back some of them they buy outright some of them is gifted some of them are gifts from 
other people in their life yeah not just gifted by brands some they just receive as birthday gifts or whatever and I must say that that in the throat is really good at being really transparent about Mm. about everything where it comes from if it's been lent if it's a gift if she's been paid to like mention it she's very transparent um Mm. and very appreciative and lots of people are um but yeah I think it really helps when someone's just really clear on I'm working with this brand they've lent me this or I'm doing a collaboration with them and they've sent me this as a thank you or mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah I think helpful. the the um a recent it wasn't a haul it was a collection video that I was watching last night and I'll be sure to like tag her in some of the posts that we'll do this week but I like watching her she is she's in America and she, I think she's got good style and she's just entertaining to watch like casually. And she mm. did a collection of a handbag. A lot of them were Chanel. And on the bottom of the screen, she did put where she got them from, like Fashion File and Farfetch and all that stuff. And she put the price of how much she paid for them. And she was like, this is, was a really good deal and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not judging her for buying that stuff. But in my mind, I was definitely thinking, okay, so that was a thousand, that was two thousand, that was three thousand, that was a thousand. And I was like tallying everything up. And I was like, these are handbags that, yeah, she's bought over the years, over the recent, a lot of them were like done in recent history, you know what I mean? Mm. And then. Yeah, we're not talking about over 40 years here. (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly. And I know from just following her on Instagram that they've recently moved into this like, new build big old house and she obviously has bills and her husband obviously has bills so this is this is not like additional expenditure yeah this is just frivolous spending Mm. and it was like uh this doesn't compute in my mind (laughs) do you know what I mean it was it's yeah so and if I met her on the street I would be like oh she clearly like dresses well Mm. has got like you know, I'd probably be like, that's a potato veneta bag, you know. She does well for herself, but I wouldn't clock on that she is wealthy. Mm. Does that make sense? So uh, as viewers, it's easy for us to make assumptions about how these people live. And it's like, we actually have no idea. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like we don't know what their husbands do. We don't know what their situation is. And like just to reiterate it I don't think we should but like you said it's about an awareness of this is their job like this is actually their job um and they're actually paid to have that amount of clothes they're paid to own that amount of makeup if beauty is their thing that's not the amount you're meant to have they're literally paid and they get sent stuff so like don't you don't need 10 moisturizers you only yeah, need that one if you just want one and you don't have to have one if that's not your thing yeah um and it doesn't have to be from space nk if you don't want it to be like do it within mm. your budget one mm. of my favorite people that i used to watch who are definitely the reason my makeup collection is far too large for someone who is not a makeup artist <laughs> um <laughs> but i do love makeup um, are the Pixie Woo sisters, um, Nick oh, and yeah. Chapman, who have just retired from social media as well. Have they? Yeah. They oh, are I like do. staples in the... Are they like other pioneers of yeah, the yeah, yeah, industry? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like literally this year they did, or last year, they did a MAC lipstick. Everyone thing. has a Real Techniques brush. I know. Life. Like every music video that features makeup, like everything, I mm. always see a Real Techniques brush. They're fab. Um, but like they always used to reiterate especially in these later years this is the product i'm using mm-hmm. but if you have a brown eyeshadow mm-hmm. use your brown eyeshadow like mm-hmm. by no mm-hmm. means do you have to buy this one i get given so many products but it's also my job to have this many like yeah these like you can recreate this with things that you own and i used to love that fact of them like really reiterating that like yeah I have a kit because I'm a makeup artist and I think it's so much easier to understand that with makeup because Mm -hmm. they do have a kit. You need something for all skin types. If you're doing someone else's makeup, you need like, you need face paints, you need glitters, you need lashes, you need all of these like different offerings. Mm -hmm. And I think that we forget that if someone's job is theoretically like 
that they style themselves and they're promoting mm-hmm. fashion that they've got like a kit for that too if you know what oh I mean. yeah that's such a good analogy yeah 100 percent like, yeah we, that makes we're sense. not actually meant to have as many outfit choices as they do like we're not mm-hmm. like yeah. that that's kind of and like and it's so much hard I think it's so much harder to compete with with clothing it is because I think I, makeup's a bit less attainable you either like it and you like playing with makeup or you don't but we all have to get dressed we all wear clothes we all succumb mm. to that consumerism with clothes yeah so in my opinion I think I've seen haul videos come and go be replaced by here's my collection of mm-hmm. x y and z and unboxing videos do you think do you think that's the same thing that you've seen and do you think people are tired of seeing excess consumerism because that's what it that's what it is so I've definitely stuck with a lot of the same people that I've watched for 10 years if they're still doing it and actually their revolution for sure has been much less of a haul video and it's products I'm loving right now or it's this is my shoe collection this is my bag collection and then also like they'll explain that they've got rid of some bags to make way for new ones and stuff like that, especially if they've got a lot of designer things. They, a lot of the people I watch have become very aware of how like gluttonous their job is and how many products they get given and how kind of frivolous it all is. But unfortunately, that's their job. So they have to be somewhat frivolous with all of that stuff. And um, and they kind of by no means would have that amount of stuff if their job wasn't to take pictures mm-hmm. and promote these companies. And you also have to remember, they never just work with one brand. So that's a reason they have like multiple like different designer goods or whatever, like whoever they're working with and that kind of a thing. Especially but yeah. the ones who work with Farfetch and Netaporte. Yeah. Then they can like shop the whole website. Exactly. And they can't just like, <laughs> They've got to kind of be seen giving the luck. Like they have to kind of be fair and be showing different brands attention and mm-hmm. all of that stuff, I'm sure. So I've definitely noticed the people that like have moved out of halls and into more collection videos and stuff like that. And I much more prefer that. But they also are like te- like 10 years on and they've done all that stuff. And I think they've they've tried to evolve into... Um, a, they've probably evolved their career into more than just YouTube at this point. So they are business women yeah. and they are entrepreneurs. And so they've got other stuff going on. So there's less of that need to be like the trending video of that week. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, maybe mm-hmm. their followers aren't as high as they used to be, but like they are now, they're like die hard. We're going to like, we love watching yeah, you and like that's their cool audience. Whereas newer YouTubers who were like still trying to get like those shocking like oh my god he left me like yeah 100% like there's this one girl I won't name her because I don't want it to seem rude um like all of December she just did a haul for a different high street shop it was Zara it was other stories it was ASOS it was Topshop it was like I don't even like can't think of stuff but it was and it would be huge amounts of stuff that she's spending and I'm assuming she sent loads of it back and I don't think many of them were sponsored she was just buying loads of clothes and doing Mm. loads of hauls and I was like seriously another one but okay in the in the era of corona in the era of corona and job loss and debt and everything else that the world has thrown mm. at us, what's your opinion on lavish displays of luxury? I think it's a really tricky one because there's that, there's that basically there's the anyone who's sort of in a limelight and people who look up to them. They have got somewhat of a responsibility to be the role model that whether they chose to be that role model or not, they have a duty to be that. But equally, they're human and this is their job. Like it's not like a footballer's doing something stupid in a bar. Like this is their job. They have to create content. And unfortunately, some content is more enticing than others. I think the younger people 
should be way more aware of it than they are. But I think they're mm. also just the generation who couldn't give a Scooby. Like I've seen videos where like, like things on TikTok where people are making fun of like Gen Z, um, uh, like YouTubers and influencers were like, oh, I don't want to talk about COVID. It's boring and stuff like that. <laughs> and like, yeah, of course it's like boring in the sense of it's kind of we're oversaturated with talking about it, but mm. you can't be seen to be like sounding that ignorant about it. Mm. And I think it's stuff like that where unfortunately you're held to a different standard where if I said COVID's boring to you, it doesn't mean anything. Like Mm -hmm. you've just probably heard I'm over talking about that. Like we don't want to hear it. Let's be positive. But the reality is everything gets misconstrued these days. Mm. And I think there's a really fine balance of if you're going to be really overindulgent with your like halls, just Mm -hmm. be super transparent. Like guys, like this Mm -hmm. was like gifted to me. This is by no means like me Mm. telling you, especially in like you said these financial hardships like young people are so impressionable that is why we see so many young kids with like designer goods these days don't Mm. get me wrong I look at these videos too and I'm like but I want one but Mm. I'm also like kind of mature enough to know like well if you wanted to buy one you could but that's just not a priority for you right now like I could save up for months and probably get something like that but do I want to? Yeah, probably I not. Take, I kind of take a different view in that for me, these people who are influencers or whatever have no obligation to any of us to do mm. anything. How they spend their money and enjoy their time, because let's be real, statistics show that a lot of us are out there shopping right now yeah. to kind of make ourselves feel better. We're all doing it, mm-hmm. whether it's on Amazon, whether it's at Poundland, whether it's, you know, at Netball yeah. Day, we're all spending, or at least at the very beginning of lockdown, we're all spending a lot of money, whether it's for pastime, whether it's to make ourselves feel better, we're all doing it. And on a different level. Um, I think they have no obligation to really owe us anything. If you don't mm-hmm. like it, don't watch them. I think it's smart of them to yeah. tap in to the sign of the times and produce content, which is a reflection of the era that that we For are sure. living on, living in. Sorry. Um, I think that those who are doing those like, here's the best face masks to buy, here's the best loungewear to buy, are probably reaping the benefits of yeah. that sort of like timely content. But I think that, I think for me, I want to see content, which is... Escapism. Escapism. That's just my nature. Like if I wanted to listen to job loss and COVID... (laughs) You'd turn on the news. I'd turn on the news. Um, And other things... It's so true. Or other YouTubers. And I think that there is strength in providing content that people initially tuned in for I think also another fact to bear in mind although we are seeing like high unemployment or at least like diminishing salaries and things Mm. that has always been around two years ago there was job loss there was diminished salaries and I know it's a different thing we're living through yeah 100% there's there's just one thing causing it right now yeah but companies go through financial hardships Te- the the evolution of technology is has made so many companies redundant over the years or have to re-evolve or reevaluate mm-hmm. or you know reconfigure to the sign of the times like and it will continue to i'm like you know there are points where i'm sure like there'll be robots doing checkouts for everything and like, yeah you know, like <laughs> we'll all lose our jobs for ages <laughs> southwest trains is potentially being or like the tube is potentially being like driven by a robot like mm-hmm. you know and they're going to replace drivers but like there'll always need to be that one human on standby anyway like yeah, there's yeah. there's always going to be that kind of a thing and that's obviously super unfortunate but like I also like you said I don't think you have to apologize if it hasn't sort of affected you either you know like mm-hmm. 
like you said, it's escapism. Definitely being aware of it. I think you know you don't want someone literally just being like, ha, 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 "I'm just doing what I want." Because like, yeah, I don't. I don't mean like people should make fun of people. Like yeah, that. no, not at all. I think that that's crass and that's disgusting. But what I'm saying is, as a full time YouTuber, or if yeah. you are uh, an amateur YouTuber, there's nothing wrong with. I think showing this sort of thing, if I don't want to see it, I yeah, think you'll click off. Yeah. And also their jobs have changed tremendously this, like this time as like during this time. Mm. That I think is why we're seeing so many things, maybe like halls and stuff like that, because they'd often be going and like they do a vlog and they'd show us their day. Mm-hmm. Like, there's definitely like a lifestyle combo that a lot of people do these days that they can't do. There's nothing yeah. to show. There's only so <laughs> yeah. many times you can show like going for a walk or whatever. Mm-hmm. And obviously like they would go on holiday and that would probably be a gifted trip or they would do something with like a, like, I don't know, a fake tan brand or, or like my holiday looks or something. Yeah. There'd be all this stuff going on to create content. So there are fewer sort of creative outlets for all of this stuff. So I totally, they've got to just produce stuff from their falls of their home at the moment, which must be quite difficult to be creative for. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I definitely think that people just need to get a bit, a bit more clued up if they're succumbing to the pressures of watching a haul and thinking they need more stuff. And like, don't get me wrong. I like to buy stuff to make myself feel good too. You're not alone there. Um, mm. But I'm saying that wearing a new tracksuit because it's lockdown. Uh, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think it definitely like these, I, like I don't even know how much these people earn. I know it's not even important, but like, it's a lot. Mm. Like it is, it is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and I think we just have to be really aware of that. I think people who are a bit older can discern between that's nice to look at. Yeah. But realistically, I don't have the money for it or it's something, it's not of pressing need for me to buy something like that. I think for those who genuinely grew up on YouTube, like talk about my nephew my nieces and stuff like that Mm. or um even teenagers now who genuinely grew up watching flex culture online 24 7 what do you think what sort of effect do you think hauls and unboxing has on them because for me I do think that there is an expectation to maybe receive certain things for Christmas Mm. Um, don't get me wrong there's loads of kids out there who are super normal super grateful not saying that there's all of them are spoiled brats but the understanding of how much how far your money actually goes which Mm. is not very far it's difficult my nephews definitely aren't at sort of those ages yet for me to know what young kids watch sort of on YouTube and I know there are like these kiddie YouTubers that like I mean, we oh only have God. to look at like, that a Jojo Ryan, or, or that Ryan's toy. You know the kid Ryan who reviews toys. Oh, I've heard of him, and like he's how like much the money highest he makes. paid yeah, YouTuber yeah, yeah. ever. Yeah, and he's like, nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, and I'd wonder if like because also a YouTuber's like one of their favorite things to do is of what I got for Christmas or what I got for my birthday. Yeah. Yeah, and again, that's kind of something where you're like, "Sorry, you got a Chanel bag for your Christmas." <laughs> like, mm. we're obviously mm-hmm. working in different circles here. Yeah. Um, I get spoiled at Christmas, and I don't get that like mm. kind of a thing. So I want if there's videos like that for kiddies, then I think that's a bit like sad to compare that because, like you said, money actually really doesn't go that far, um, especially when it comes to kids' toys and how long a kid stays entertained. But I also Mm -hmm. hope that they, if they're growing up with the knowledge that that's someone's job, maybe like in time, it's helpful to like, and you can be like, oh no, like that's, that's that little boy's job. Like he get like, that's his job. That's why he has so many things. Mm. And like, I think they'll be raised with knowing that is like a viable career. Whereas um, I wonder if there's like an in-between of like, tweenagers <laughs> uh yeah they sort of have like sort of I don't know if they're sort of a similar age to these people being like how did they do that 
um Mm. do you think it Mm -hmm. it, it, it will be damaging for your for your nieces and nephews um my oldest lot on okay so they are my oldest niece she is 17 right now is she 18 and she's 17 oh wait God, she's quite old <laughs> but yeah. i'm pretty sure i've known you for as long as your niece your elder yeah. niece has been alive that, yeah, yeah yeah that's worrying yeah yeah, yeah. Oh so um <laughs> we do, go I, do you remember what age we were when we met and how old we are now yeah, I know, yeah. But so it adds up yeah it does add up <laughs> wow i remember when uh, she was born yeah so and my second oldest lot he's a boy so my nephew he is 17 also and they are pretty level-headed regular kids but I mean, they both have like iPhones, which is like a thousand odd pounds. Mm. Like, let's be real about it. Like, yeah. the expectation of certain that, things also, doesn't like, mean that you are. There's kind of no other option right. for a phone now, there which isn't. is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you could buy cheaper phones for sure, like Samsung's and stuff, but yeah. they're still pretty expensive. Mm. And you probably buy it for your kid on contract and whatnot. But I'm sure that um, I, I haven't seen my niece's makeup collection. I'm pretty sure it's bigger than mine. I haven't seen my nephew's like video games, video games, football boots collection. I don't know. I'm sure it's substantial or at least, or at the very least, I'm sure they know about Balenciaga just as much as I do or whatever. Mm. You compare that to when I was 18, I didn't have the foggiest about Balenciaga. Mm. Um, So I'm sure they're just, exposed Mm -hmm. to a lot more than I was that's not inherently bad but you know as you get older and maybe it's maybe it's more damaging to people like us who grew up watching all videos when they were just about reviews yeah and growing we almost grew up with these youtubers who are now bigger I mean I always have a thing of I always thought I could do that I could do that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm interested in that if I'm watching this. That looks I'm like, I could do I'm that. like, well, what if I did it? Would I be where they are now? <laughs> I, like, I know. <laughs> it's that thing of, A, I wouldn't be. I'm sure, like, I'm sure it takes some form of a skill and whatever allure. Um, and also my absolute, I've got like agoraphobia. So I don't want to be known. Oh, you want to keep it low key? And, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to walk out of my street like mm-hmm. walk out of my house and yeah. people be like, I know that girl. Like, I don't need that in my life. Like, you know what? For YouTubers, there's a lot of YouTubers that are massive online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, my parents don't know who they are. Like, oh, for sure. You know but I mean? like, you also kind of don't want to have that look of, I live around where a lot of um, footballers live. And, mm, yeah, that's true. And um, like, whenever I see them in the street, you get that look of, do you know yeah, who I am? yeah, yeah. Do, like do you know who I am and like yeah. I do know who they are and I try and give a look of I don't think I know who you are because I like trying to I play it cool it. Yeah, I get I'm it to, mm. because I think I would hate that of like you look like the kind of person who'd be my demographic mm. <laughs> um but yeah I wonder actually I if it. it is harder for people like us who watch them when they were like working on a makeup counter or whatever mm. and now they're sort of like these mega mega stars yeah 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 i mean this is so not related to our episode right now <laughs> but i think i told you a couple of weeks ago that i found out cardi b is younger than us did i tell you this she's younger than us <laughs> she's born in the october and you're born in the april and yeah. in february <gasps> yeah. so we're older than cardi b and he wow. just See, that is how <laughs> things can really mess with you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When you see someone who's clearly older than you, more successful than you, there is that there is that space for grace on yeah. yourself. And yeah. you give yourself more leeway. But when you know someone is like a multimillionaire and they're younger than you, and you know, like, I remember when Cardi B was still on like Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. And I watched her on that show. <laughs> and it's like, huh? what that's why one of my favorite things will always be when like the thing of oprah was this old when she got her first show 
like Morgan Freeman didn't act until yeah. he was like 50 and like like Biden's like vice president Harris like she literally yeah. met the love of her life at 49 and she's at like the peak of her career of her right job now. and career right now like mm. I love seeing those things because that's also real life <laughs> Yeah, I think definitely. we're I think we're all in a rush. I think this definitely plays into our episode of we're in a rush to achieve everything so quickly. We are definitely the first generation, I think. And don't get me wrong, the next the generation a little bit below us are going to be like oh so much worse. Um, that we kind of want our like career growth and trajectory instantly people you have to earn your stripes you don't become something overnight and yes we see these startups where someone's become a ceo at like at 27 or whatever but the reality is like get to a place you have to work for it and time like time factors into that and we're all in such a rush like i remember we had an intern come in and she's like the perfect example of this sort of like I think I'm already in the room and I'm a voice in the room and like, and I guess, she, and like everybody is, don't get me wrong, but like you also yeah. do have to earn your stripes kind of a thing, especially in fashion. It's very much like the higher you are up, you are the more your voice matters like in a room and your opinion on a design or something. And she's just like, she's literally there because like her mom knows like the head of marketing. Oh, like it's, yeah. it's one of those, but like, and mm-hmm. she's super bosh. And she's sort of like judging sort of the shoe designs that my colleague had done. She's like, yeah, like I can so see that being, being, I really like that. I can see that being something. And I remember everyone (laughs) just like turned to each other when she left. They were like, sorry, is she the intern? Like, who does she think she is? And like, good for her because I bet her parents like, make your opinion known and like, you go for it. Like, I mean, you remembered her, isn't it? I know, but not maybe for the best. We're all like, who does she think she is judging our designs? Yeah, um, I think I think that that plays into, oh, this could be a whole other episode. But I know. It, com- it completely plays into this like 30 under 30 Forbes list, yeah. 40 under 40 Forbes list. And everyone who is, you know, the exception to the rule, the unicorn company, the, mm. C- the younger CEO ever, they get all the limelight and prestige. Yeah. And so that's what you see. And that's what and you, you think is possible. And you never see like the 60 year old who got his promo like mm. at 57 and mm-hmm. he's like going to retire at like his peak. Because that's and, not like, glamorous. And, and but also, it's kind it's, of real life and it's yeah, nice it to is. see. <laughs> but it's, it's seemingly like you are more successful. Seemingly you, mundane. <laughs> yeah. You are more successful if you can get success at the younger stage yeah. ever or younger, you know, younger is better sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so you're completely right in that a lot of these um, YouTubers who do these massive hauls or gifted a lot of stuff, they've been in the game for a while. Mm. You know, back when they started doing this, back when there probably wasn't any money in it. Yeah. Or um, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of YouTubers out there who started just a few years ago. Yeah. And were, like killing it. But yeah. Yeah, I think I think haul culture, unboxing, collection videos, and all of that has completely completely influenced the way that we shop and the way that we see clothes and the way that we see luxury it's not an exception anymore it's like the first thing on your list now it almost seems like it's attainable Mm -hmm. and like i'm not like exceptionally like poor or anything like that but like there is no way i should be like looking to attain like a certain level of clothing. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. if I broke down like my expenditure, I should not be looking to buy stuff off like Farfetch and Net-A-Porter. Like that shouldn't be where I cheat. Like if I've like, that should go into a saving or that should like, you know, mm. not, that shouldn't be what I'm striving for. But like, I think they've made all of that seem like so much closer, like so yeah. much closer. Yeah. And like that, there's something dangerous about that. Um, I think and yeah I definitely think it's kind of we want more things we just want so many more we just things want more yeah more 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 how do you like how do you it? like how do you like it who signed that that wasn't I can't remember but it was also was it like Kylie 
That was a or cover. Was it Sophie Ellis did. Baxter? One of those. They were all covers because that's not the original. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Song. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> My childhood, Sophie Ellis, Ellis Baxter. Oh. Jesus Christ. You've got a new album anyway. out. Disco. Stop. Oh, Kylie, you mean? No, and Sophie Ellis Baxter. I'm pretty sure that Kylie has some sort yeah, of Yeah, it's called Disco album. too. I know, it's <laughs> terrible. They were both on the Graham Norton show. You know what? I have so much respect for Kylie, but oh, that can be a whole that... other episode. <laughs> I'm just going to say it, that girl can't sing. <laughs> but she is a hustler. Kylie oh. is a worker. How she, like, she's got oh. where she is, but like, with not much talent. But you know what? No. And like we've been rambling on, this will be my last two cents for this video. Okay. But most, like, not all, but a lot of the people who make it in the singing industry aren't the best singers. No, 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 no at all. But I will counter that by saying, maybe I'm like a closeted Kylie fan. I don't oh. know. But I don't know. I don't know. No. But I just can't. She, if, if you look at a lot of her music videos, they're great. I, I recently oh, sure. was watching she someone. I was like, as well. Kylie, that is iconic. But anyway, maybe that's just me reminiscing about my childhood. But Kylie, <laughs> Kylie works very hard. Anyway, her album is out now. <laughs> we have been sponsored by Disco. You can get a copy here, uh, here, and here. Yeah. So, end of our podcast is now. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to add? No, and if if um if we haven't touched on a topic, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that like YouTube culture and stuff like that resonates with people who listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like we said it before, we both are big fans of YouTube and all of that stuff. So if there are topics you want us to cover or want us to go into further depth on something, then just let us know. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. I've been Mim, and I've been Scarlett. Ciao. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.